Chapter 3 Charlie's Fortune Getting to Rosa's wagon wasn't a picnic. Charlie found it tough going. The grass was very long in that part of the field. This made it difficult to locate the fortune teller's wagon. Plus, he got distracted by a field mouse. It would have made a tasty snack, but it bolted down a hole. After several hours, Charlie eventually made it to Gypsy Rose's caravan. By now, the sun had set and the moon was rising. An eerie mist descended upon the damp field. Charlie knocked on the front curtain. Hello! Who goes there? Rose shouted. Black Cat Charlie, Charlie said. Who? Rose asked again. Charlie, Charlie shouted. I don't know anyone called Charlie. Go away, Rose shouted. Disappointed, Charlie turned away and was about to head back to town. Then, wait, I'll see you, Rose shouted from behind the red front curtain. Charlie spun around and darted back to the wagon. Come up the steps, Rose said as she held the thick curtain open. Charlie went inside. The wagon was very small, but warm and welcoming. Gypsy Rose sat down in a chair by a pot-bellied stove. She lit a paraffin lamp and then placed her crystal ball on a small table next to the fire. I knew I'd be visited by a cat today, Rose said smugly. Tell me, Charlie, what brings you to see a fortune teller? Rose asked. I'm worried about my future, Charlie replied. Tis true, our future lays ahead somewhere. Tis an unknown quantity, much like the rays of yonder moon. Like the rain it will surely come, but what will it bring? Fame? Fortune? Or in your case, total ruination? Rose said as she suddenly raised her voice and opened her toothless mouth. Her weirdness was unnerving. Charlie thought she had a screw loose. Are you sure you're not a witch? Charlie asked. No, I'm just having a bit of fun, Rose said. Now you need to pay me first before I give a reading, Rose said. Well, uh, that's not possible. Uh, being a cat, I have no need for money. Charlie said. Well, I need something from you, she said. Okay, I- I'll do a dance for you, Charlie said as he started doing the running cat dance. Charlie started dancing his paws off, then, Stop! I've seen enough, Rose said. Want to see me moonwalk? Charlie asked. No, thank you. Let's get this over with. I'm getting tired, Rose said. Rose held Charlie's front paws and studied them closely. Mm. I see you've had some sadness. You've lost someone very close to you, Rose said. Yes, my mother was killed, Charlie said with a lump in his throat. And you lost a bird friend too, Rose said. Yes, a parrot died. I left the gas on, Charlie said. But, uh, but it tasted okay, so there was a silver lining, Charlie said. Then Rose went into a trance. Her face glazed over. Her eyes rolled in her head and she began to tremble. Charlie figured that she'd gone into some other realm, far removed from reality. Then... Quickly, hand me that syringe. I must have my insulin, she croaked. Apparently Rose was a diabetic.
Now, where were we? Oh, yes, I see you going on a long journey. Tis no ordinary journey. It's, well, not of this earth. I think you go to Mars in a rocket. Certainly you, you go somewhere that is hot, Rose said, gazing into her ball. Am I alone on this journey? Charlie asked. It is a very, very, very long journey. It will take you over a year, Rose went on. Will I be alone? Charlie asked once again. No. Wait until the mist clears. You will be accompanied by a small black and white creature, Rose said. What? You mean a badger? Charlie asked. No, tis a skunk, Rose said confidently. This is rubbish. I'm not getting into a rocket with a smelly skunk for a year, Charlie snapped angrily. Charlie realized he was wasting his time, so he made his excuses and left.